Well, welcome to a very different version of the Jewish Road podcast. My name is Matt Davis, and I'm here with my dad, Ron. Yeah. Hi. Shalom. Um, so we are going to talk about something that is known as Yom HaShoah, or Holocaust Remembrance Day. And this soundtrack right here from Schindler's List was part of my upbringing. What was it like um, even just to watch that movie for the first time and oh, Spielberg gosh. comes out with it? And it, it was uh, exhausting and choking. Uh, it was very emotional because we have family that lived through that yeah. or didn't. It, this day always seemed to come very quickly. It was You'd walk into the congregation and you'd have posters all over the congregation and it would take us through a timeline and it would walk us through and you would see the horrible images. And it was, it was rough. And I remember like, why do we have to keep coming back to this? Yeah. Yeah, and in our Messianic congregation, we always had every year a Holocaust survivor who came and spoke to uh, the people, told their story, either he or she told their story, and uh, it was just uh, an amazing time uh, of revisiting and revelation and uh, for a lot of people. And the problem is, is that time is kind of uh, going away these days. Yeah, and so we wanted to just talk a little bit today about uh, this thing called Yom HaShoah, and it is this day of, of remembrance for Jews worldwide, um, and, and no more so than in Israel. And I remember, you know, when we took Noah, uh, who's my oldest, uh, to Israel for the first time, and we, we take the kids to Israel when they, they finish their bar mitzvah, and then they get to go out, and we get to show them it's this pretty amazing thing where we say, this is the land of your fathers. And it's pretty amazing to go to En Gedi and jump in the waterfalls and float in the Dead Sea and do the hikes along, you know, the Sea of Galilee and be on the boat and go to Jerusalem. But I don't know if you remember this, but we went to, um, we went to Yad Vashem, which is the Holocaust Museum there. And after a good full two weeks of walking through with Noah and saying, these are your ancestors. This is your people. This is the history of your people. Um, you know, having been through Yad Vashem multiple times, we decided to take a back seat. And Marilee and I, we just slowly followed him as he went from exhibit to exhibit. And it's one of those things that you'll never finish the museum, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no, it's there's just too much there. I remember uh, kind of trailing uh, Noah also, and as he went uh, through that, and uh, you know, he, he seemed to be uh, very moved and invested in what what he started to recognize as this is the other side of what happens to our people. Yeah. I remember looking at Marilee and she was crying. She's crying because she sees Noah. And there's even just a, a sadness of this is what he's been born into. Yeah. And he would read and he's an avid reader and like great, you know, reading comprehension and all that. Like there's no doubt that he doesn't understand what's going on here and what he's been born into when you see hundreds of little kids' shoes that are stacked up that were collected in the ghettos and, you know, walking through the gates of a, a, a reenactment of Auschwitz and you can see these pictures and saying like, hey, Noah, um, these are also your people. Yeah, the, it, 
and you know Jewish life, and we and we love this part of Jewish Jewish life that is very joyful and celebrative, and we love to celebrate. We love to to dance and to fellowship and eat and feast and all of those things. But there's another there's another part of it also, and uh, you know I think uh, these days there is a worrying lack of basic knowledge of that period of time in our history, which was really just the latest period of time in our history uh, that this kind of uh, Holocaust took place. Yeah. And so you look at, you know, I, I think I heard the stat that we're, we're very close to, we're just years away from the last group of Holocaust survivors still being alive. Yeah. It's, it's very, uh, it is, it's very close. Uh, because, uh, listen, the, the ones who are alive were the ones who are in, were in there as kids, young children. Uh, the older generation is dying off, has died off. Same with World War II veterans. Yeah. You know? and, and so we are getting their stories. And what, what we as a Jewish people are doing, and this is happening you know, at the Simon Wiesenthal Center in, in L.A., but what we're doing is collecting the stories. Yad Vashem is the, the remembrance of the name. Um, we want to store the name, and you get to the very, very end. There's just binders and binders in this massive room where they are collecting the names to try to remember all those yeah. who've been lost. Yeah, we, ha- we have recorded testimony that exists from those who were eyewitnesses who were actually there. You know, what that reminds me of was at the end of World War II in 1945, when the concentration camps were freed, uh, then General Dwight Eisenhower went through those concentration camps with his military escort, and he saw just the horrendous uh, death and bodies piled up. And what he did was, I think, one of the best things that he has ever done is he said let's bring a video crew in here and film this because a day is coming when uh, the world is not going to remember this in fact the world will deny this ever happened yeah and you would have thought that that would be an amazing outlandish thing to say Um, and here we are you know 70 years later and 80 years later later it's happening Uh, I want to just play a clip uh, and this is from uh, Michael Bornstein, he was a child when he survived the Auschwitz concentration camp, but really it impacted him the rest of his life. Most of us don't have the stories because most of uh, the parents or the grandparents that came out of the Holocaust didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I did not grow up as a believer, uh, but my grandparents, uh, Bubby and Zadie, <laughs> for those who are not familiar with the Yiddish, Bubby is Yiddish for grandma. Zadie is Yiddish for grandpa. That's who they were my whole life. Uh, but we never talked about this. They left uh, practically their entire families when they came to the United States uh, at the turn of the 20th century. And uh, almost all of them perished uh, in the Holocaust. So it was not something that we talked about. And it was like uh, just an untold uh, word that went through that uh, we're not going to talk uh, to Bubby and Zadie about that because there's there's too much pain there. And so I wish I would have asked some questions because uh, there's a lot of things now as a believer I would have asked them. Yeah. Well, just take a minute and listen to a little bit of the story from Michael Bornstein right here. 
My name is Michael Bornstein. I'm one of 52 children that survived the Auschwitz concentration camp. The average life expectancy in Auschwitz was two weeks, and I lasted for seven months. My father, my brother, my mother, my grandmother, and I were sent to the Auschwitz concentration camp on cattle cars. The memories basically in Auschwitz are terrible. I was four years old at Liberation Day, 75 years ago, but my tattoo is there and I see it every day and it has never left me. There are a few things that I want future generations to know what I learned from the Holocaust. Speaking out is more rewarding than staying silent. I didn't speak about my experiences in the Holocaust for 70 years, but I am glad that I'm doing it now. It helps me stay a little bit more at peace and have closure. The Holocaust did not start by killing millions of Jews. It started by making jokes about Jews, gypsies, about LGBT communities. The Nazis, they were bullies and they were murderers. I think it's important to be kind to people. They will respect you if you respect them. Education is the antidote to the hatred that we are seeing today. I think people need to understand that bullying and bigotry does not work and we need to work together. I think it's important to share the truth, learn from the past and be part of the generation that ends bigotry. My mother was a very optimistic person, even in Auschwitz. She had a saying, Gam ze ya'avor. It's Hebrew, it means this too shall pass. So when we speak to kids, they have down days, they're depressed. Even though you're having a dark day, look forward to the future. Things will get better. Think about Gamze Yavor. My brother was killed by the Nazis. My father was killed. And I grew up not having a father. And I feel so lucky that my kids have a father. We work together, we go to things together. I think that's what life is all about. What would I say to a denier or a Nazi today? Well, I would say that evil didn't win. Hate didn't win and bigotry didn't win. So he's telling his story. There's yeah. some of the things that are pretty absolutely incredible of the lifespan in Auschwitz being two weeks, and he made it. Made it the uh, seven months, yeah. And got uh, out as a four-year-old. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he came out with a philosophy that this too shall pass. Gam Zeyavor. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's interesting for him uh when he got out, he got to live, live a life where that part of history passed. You know, I was born just three and a half years after the concentration camps were liberated. And uh, I got to uh, 
you know, have a life that I grew up in freedom. But uh, to say that this too shall pass and that's the way it's going to be forever, uh, that's not exactly what the Bible says. And I think we ought to have another perspective on that as well. So what is that other yeah. perspective? Well, uh, you know, the, the Bible tells us that uh, we haven't, the Jewish people have an enemy out there. And uh, he has wanted to destroy the Jewish people, I think, in every generation. And there needs to be education that takes place on that. That's true. Uh, but the, uh, the fact of the matter is, is that as we are hurtling toward the end of history, I believe here, um, we need to be aware of some things. For example, uh, the Scripture tells us through Jeremiah that there is a day coming that is going to be the time of Jacob's trouble uh, in Jeremiah chapter 30. Uh, that time is, as, as we see anti-Semitism growing more and more in America, uh, in other countries around the world, uh, all over the world. Well, yeah, as we see crime just ever increasing all over the world, we, we see it in particular, the, the crimes against the Jewish people worldwide yeah. are, are expanding. Yeah, I mean, e even just two days ago... Um, Turkey... Know, in Turkey, the uh, the president of Turkey, Erdogan, uh, made a comment, and you got to realize Turkey is supposed to be, you know, uh, an ally, so to speak, of Israel, and yet Erdogan uh, made a comment that the entire Muslim world uh, needs to come together and ally themselves against Israel. And so, you know, we, we see these things that were spoken of by Jeremiah. We see the things that are spoken of also uh, by Ezekiel, by Zechariah. And uh, you, know, you know what really I think is significant about the fact of, of the Holocaust? How many people died? Six million. Six, well, six well, million. About, about 11 million people right, six total. Six million Jews. Yeah, six million Jews perished. And that was uh, about one-third of the world Jewish population at that time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it took from that time, the end of World War II and the end of the Holocaust, up until today to actually get the world Jewish population back to where it was before the Holocaust. That's right. Yeah, it finally just crossed that marker Yeah, just a couple of years ago. Yeah, and... What is interesting is that these uh, prophetic scriptures uh, that talk about a time of Jacob's trouble, a time when Israel, uh, Daniel talks about it being the 70th week of Daniel and Daniel's prophecy. He talks about the fact that uh, there is a horrendous time coming for Israel. And this time, as Zechariah says, it's not one third of the Jewish population that will, that will perish, but two thirds. And we really need to be, as believers, we need to be cognizant of that. Yeah, and it, there is this movement, it, and even as you're talking about Eisenhower earlier, that there would come a day where people would, would say that none of this ever happened, even though there's lots of, you know, there's videos, there's, there's testimonials, there's people who are still alive today who said, I went through it, that was part of my story. Yeah. And there's still some people who are saying, no, you didn't. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, there, there was a 50-state survey that was done on Holocaust knowledge, and uh, most significant were 
you know, the, the understanding of this from millennials and generation Z. Um, and you know, some, some of the statistics on that were that 63% of those who were surveyed did not know that 6 million Jews were murdered. Yeah. Well, even, uh, I saw an interview with, uh, Elon Musk. He was, uh, just, just this weekend and he said, he, he's talking about AI and all this stuff. He, he's the one out there proposing that there'd be a halt. We need to just take six months because they're training the AI to, number one, leave certain things out, or number two, to, to not mm. tell the truth. Mm. And so you can, you can get all of this, what is perceived as the truth and information, uh, and it actually isn't. And the danger, if you look at that and you juxtapose it against even something as big as the Holocaust. We lost 11 million people from the planet, and and somehow there are people that are saying, no, nope, never happened. Yeah. You don't believe me. Uh, here's a quick video. This is from, uh, and I say video, here's the audio for the video, uh, from PragerU. And they're, they're asking the question, this is Will Witt, he's asking the question, what do people know about the Holocaust? What's up, guys? This is Will Witt with PragerU, and in honor of Holocaust Remembrance Day, we're asking people what they know about Auschwitz and what they know about the Holocaust. Take a look. What is the Holocaust? The what? The Holocaust. I don't know. What is the Holocaust? The who? The Holocaust. This is some California stuff. What group of people did the Nazis target? Oh, why is it about Nazis? Um, kids. What is Auschwitz? Auschwitz, the, the country. I don't know. Is it the little red mint in a, <laughs> in a container? Something to do with the war back in the days in the hologram thing. What is Auschwitz? Things in the in space. <laughs> Close. No. No. <laughs> I'll tell you at the end. Do you know how many Jews were killed during the Holocaust? Um, 8,000? 6 million. <gasps> really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. That's scary. What is the Holocaust? Uh, the Holocaust is the execution or the removal of all Jews from Germany. Yeah. They wanted to eradicate the Jews. Alabama schools aren't as bad as they say. <laughs> Are you a supporter of Israel? Yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. I guess, okay. Yeah, I'm a believer, so. Do you support Israel? Um, yeah, Israel's cool. They got a nice little Judaic star. <laughs> Do you think it's important that you should know about history and these things? I should, but at this point, Trump is in office. No matter what you know, we all gonna die. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching, guys. The fact that even one person doesn't know what the Holocaust is is appalling to me. We need to educate our future generations, so thank you for watching this. Please follow me and PragerU on social media. Share this video with your friends and let us know. So, I mean, just... We, we've seen it a couple times now, and it's still unbelievable to yeah, yeah. watch. It, it's amazing. If, if these kind of trends continue for another generation, you know, the lessons from that terrible time in history are going to be lost. And they say part of the problem of that is uh, not just a lack of education, but maybe social media that just takes the younger generation's um, attention away from all of these things and even uh, distorts and denies uh, the fact that the Holocaust took place. So I think if we had a message for anybody just today is to number one, um, to, to connect with this. This is, this is not just, a, oh, well, that's the Jews. That's their issue. Uh, there is all who are uh, enemies of Satan, 
really, there's going to come a point in time. And and what I love, even at Yad Vashem, is that there is what they call the avenue of righteous Gentiles. Yeah. That when it came time, uh, when push came to shove, uh, there were Gentiles who put their lives on the line yeah. to be able to save some of the Jewish people. Yeah. And they're remembered today. Yeah, it, it's amazing. And, and even there's a cemetery in Israel for righteous Gentiles. And Oscar Schindler, who, you know, was the the subject of the movie Schindler's List. He is buried there, and I don't know if he was a believer or what, uh, or if he became a believer, but, uh, you know, it makes me think of Matthew 25 and the judgment of the nations that's going to come. And uh, Yeshua said, you know, uh, when I was hungry, you fed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me to drink. You know, when I was naked, you clothed me. And uh, they said, when did we do that? And he said, as much as you did it to the least of these, my brethren, you did, did it to me. me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's... And that's where we have to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, we, we're, we're very much into the self-preservation, but really, uh, when there's no one left, uh, they will come after you. Yeah. Right? There's, yeah. A, there's a quote about that somewhere. Right. I forgot what, yeah. exactly what that is. Yeah. I'm... I, you know, they came after the union people, and I wasn't a union person, so uh, I just let it go, and it goes on and on. Today. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, just today, uh, as we're releasing this, uh, it'll be on Tuesday. This is Yom HaShoah, but uh, to, to really educate yourself. Don't be like one of those people on, on the man on the street there uh, saying, what is it? Is it is it a box of mints? Is it an alien? Uh, but to really know that... Uh, the Jewish people are the apple of God's eye. The Jewish people are his chosen ones, and they will not, he will not let them go extinct. And there's always been a Hitler in every generation that's tried to wipe out our people, and God has remained faithful to the very end to be able to preserve. Yeah, that's true. And, and there's one more coming, and I think he's off in the wing someplace uh, because uh, Satan just has to uh, get rid of these chosen people uh, because he just can't let God rule as God said he will. So we have to constantly pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We have to reach out to the Jewish people uh, as often as you have opportunity and make those opportunities. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be on a plane tomorrow. I'm going to be going Where over. Where are you going? I'm going over to the land of Israel. Oh, boy. And no doubt I will be going to Yad Vashem once again. Uh, there are some times where I go through the whole thing and I do it really quick, and there's some times where I just decide I'm going to park in one spot. You could spend the whole day there. I could spend a week there. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. So um, just like we say every single time, and especially this time as we look at what's going on in the world, uh, we say Sha'alu, Shalom, Yerushalayim. Yeah, that means pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They will prosper who love thee. So, shalom. Shalom.